Welcome to the Morning Skate. You are right. Episode 239. Your host, Ked. I feel like we haven't done this in a while. I don't know why, because we haven't really skipped a week yet. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but it feels good to be back in the saddle. I'm, I'm joined by Brownie. I think a Brownie. lot went on in between podcasts. That's yeah, why. Maybe that's what it is. But how's, how's it going, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, uh, I was a little tired coming in, but I tell you, I hear the intro music and I get pumped up. It's I, like dude, skating warmies, and and they play like the song that gets you pumped up, and you you're flying around, and you get there to stretch, and you're like, oh, yeah. all right, not my line first. I need a breather. <laughs> no, I, I I couldn't agree more. And I think right now is like an awesome time for sports, right? Like we just had the Super Bowl. I think the three stars are going to be kind of about that. Uh, <coughs> Where my March on Lynch hat? Yep, you got the March on Lynch hat on. We have the Olympics. In honor of in honor to the, to the, the Raiders. Yeah, there. <laughs> that's beast, that's beast mode, that logo that's his beast mode logo he's he's definitely a cool dude uh yeah, he'd be fun to hang out with i think we have the olympics going on right now yeah and I, I have a i have a roku that's logged in none of the accounts are mine but i have like peacock and hulu and the flicks dude so I get well, the good. Olympics Start now. sharing some uh, passwords with your old buddy brownie because don't, I have, don't have don't have the passwords that's the thing it was and it how was do you get in it was a Roku given to me that already oh, had preloaded. Yeah, and I didn't know it was preloaded either. And I plugged Wait, it in. Did and I was you like, buy it from somebody? Uh, no, it, it was it was a gift. It, it, huh. We can talk about that offline, but it, it was it, it was a gift. Um, but it's it's fun. It's not right? gonna, once you're gonna drop this pod tomorrow, and the thing's gonna stop working tomorrow after. No, no, no. Because here's the thing: every time I go to use a different one, I text the person who gave it to me. I'm like, hey, just so you know. I'm about to go on here. Is that cool? And every time it's like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. So it, there you go. A plus. Um, and then, I mean, we have hockey. H- hockey's been back, but as a Rangers fan, they haven't played in fucking forever. Yeah. So uh, we had our first taste Rangers Bruins, which I'm sure we'll get into. I'm going to definitely yeah. want to talk about that a little bit. Um, but, yeah, let's let's kind of kick oh. it off. Yep. Oh, Wait, oh, 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 as oh, a oh. reminder, you asked me what, like to like recap stories. So I got my lasagna. Oh, no shit. So I get this text. I'm working. I get this text from my friend, Andrea, and she's like, hey, so this may be weird, but I'm a volunteer for Love Lasagna Love, and I got you. And I'm like, what? You do this? Wait, you she, knew you knew the person who made you lasagna? So shout she, out. yeah, shout out to Andrea. She um she volunteers to make lasagna. She loves to bake and cook and she feels good doing it. And lasagna, I mean, it's not a lot of money, you know, right? And uh so she does one or two a week, and it was her like I think I was like the second time she's ever done it, and they match you geographically. So literally, if I if I had my cross stick. I could probably hit her house by throwing it over the pond with a deep roll. And she lives right around the corner. Her and her husband, my my boy, my boy Panda, Big Rick. And uh, so she called, and I'm like, can I give you some money? She's like, nope, that's not what it's about. You know, and I told her the story about Judy, my plow customer who uh, who nominated me. She's like, no, that's awesome. She came over with a still warm lasagna. That's how close she lives to me. No way! Like a day and a half, we hammered it. Oh my god! It's so, I'm so good. And now of the next door, it's the lasagna next door. Yeah. And now I think I'm gonna uh, volunteer to do it because you can do it as frequently or as much as you want. So I might sign up to do it. And Brownie, they don't make people it. like you, man. The more and more I think about this, like I'm like a, I'm younger. I think I'm a lot angrier 
and just like I'm just I I'm just eh, you know the, but somehow man every time I get to get to do this podcast with you no matter what the fuck day I had it's always a good day it's always a good day you bring <laughs> good that, energy, you. you don't take things too fucking serious you can't and I, I mean it, it you're good Listen, people and they don't make people like that anymore so my wife my wife if she was listening to this would laugh because i get like super frustrated over technology and you <laughs> you've experienced some of that with me yeah but beyond that <laughs> really everything else i just kind of bop along you know no that that's that's really cool so sh- shout out to judy juice yep. judy and then who's yep. the other one andrea? andrea yep and what is this thing called in case people are listening and they want to do lasagna this? love Maybe lasagna. we should reach out to Lasagna Love and see if we can get him to come on the pod and talk about it. It's a yeah, nice thing. Kind of cool. And like maybe yeah, we can hand out, out right maybe, maybe we can hand out like a free lasagna to like a hockey parent who's like one above and beyond or something. Oh, like a single hockey parent who's struggling to cool. make ends meet, buying equipment and everything. That could be cool. Actually, we could probably start some kind of hockey love gear thing. So actually, it's funny that you bring that up. The organization I first started playing with, Corinth Youth Hockey. I don't know if I ever told you about them. Um. It's, it's a youth hockey organization, kids who don't, who've never played hockey before. All you need is a stick, and I think you need skates, and they supply everything else. So wow. you show up there, they give you all – and, I mean, dude, it's not brand-new equipment. Like, a lot of it's – right, right, right. whatever. But it gives an opportunity for kids that, you know, grow to love the game. I started there, and now look at me. Like, yeah, I fucking yeah. love hockey because of this thing. And what's also really cool, especially as a parent, like, obviously you probably want your kids to have the best of the best, right? But, one, it's expensive. Can't afford it. And two, dude, you don't know if the kid's going to like hockey. Like, yep. you know what I mean? You could spend $1,000 on gear and the kid's like, ah, this isn't for me. So I think what Corinth does is great. And like every every year or so, I reach out to people who have extra gear lying around. And Oh, that's awesome. I, yeah, I remember a couple of years ago, dude, we we had so much gear sent over there. They're like, you need, you need to stop. <laughs> we have too much going in. But shout out to Dan White, who uh, he, he lays the ice. This guy, he's out there at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. It's an outdoor rink. And he's uh-huh. laying down ice, dude. It, and it's right by like this dam. So, like, dude, I'm not kidding. You. It's probably dash 20. And this guy's out there just fucking. And he'll send me videos. He hung up my dad's plaque there. Uh, oh, that's awesome. it, dude, it's like a really cool. We, we should definitely figure something out to give back yeah. to like youth hockey parents who maybe not don't have all the means necessary or are doing a little bit more yeah. tired. You know what I mean? I mean, just, I'm tired. Like, listen, I don't even have fucking kids. I don't do anything. I go to work. I come home and I sleep. And I'm exhausted. But like even just to come home after a day at the rink on a Saturday, like if you have multiple kids and you're shuffling around town, the area to come <laughs> home and there's a lasagna sitting there. Oh, let's I go. Mean, yeah, I think we, should, we should definitely reach out to them. See if that'd be. We yeah, can figure yeah. Something well, out. they can come on and talk about it. You know, that'd be great. I think. Yeah. yeah. A plus, and we love lasagna. I mean, yeah, who, who you know what I'm saying? All right, so shout out to those guys. Mia right. culpa time. Uh, Mia culpa, wherever you are, you, you I'm working on something. I, I got something. I got something in the works with Mia culpa. Mia culpa is definitely a baddie. Do you know? Do you know a Mia culpa? I'm working on something. We'll just leave Shut it at that. Fuck. You know a we'll, Mia culpa? We'll just no. We'll leave it at that. I I'm working on something. If you're single. I'm working on something. Just let leave it there. Leave it there. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So first on the docket, I love how you put this up because we talked about the puppet guy last week. I'm like, who's yeah. a funny guy? He does hang out with Foxworthy though, right? Oh, does he? And they're the cable guy. This guy, I'm pretty sure. Jeff Dunham. I'm gonna have another media culpa next week saying he doesn't. Even I don't know, know if he. I mean, they probably know each other because comedies like hockey. You know what I mean? It's a pretty small circle. And the guy who does, where's your sign? Or you know what I'm talking no, about? No, that's Bill Engvall. Yeah, but they all hang out together. I think. I don't know if Jeff Dunham is part of that crew. I think he, he might is. be. 
He might be. There's Ron know. White. There's Ron White. Ron White, Jeff, Larry the Cable Guy. Bill Engvall and Jeff Foxworthy. Those were the redneck comedy tour, the four of them. No, Ron White's the guy who does Where's Your Sign, isn't he? No, Ron White's the guy who always has a cocktail. He's like that big, burly, white hair. I dude. thought that's what he does. I thought he He's drinks got a gravity your sign. No, no. I Bill Engvall does Here's Your Sign. No, I'm way off. Jeff, I, yep, I'm going to meet a couple myself. <laughs> Culpit. Uh, good enough. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we should make Culpa t-shirts. That would uh, be hilarious. Do you hear Disco in the in the group chat? He's like, he basically, in a backhanded way, was calling us idiots. He's like, we were saying how it's becoming kind of a big segment. He's like, well. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we're 10 minutes in. We haven't even touched on hockey yet. All right, here we go. Hockey-related. Mia Culpa. Uh, we forgot to mention, Willie O'Ree was awarded the Congressional Gold Medal. Really, really cool. Yeah. I don't know. If Actually, he's, he's on The Daily Show tonight. Wednesday? Wednesday? He, he, only, he only had one working eye. Like, uh, did we mention that? He didn't that? tell people. He didn't tell people. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's so hard. That's perception. And if we're if we're sticking with, like, diversity and hockey and stuff, that thing about Ryan Reeves' grandfather, Bass Reeves. Oh, yeah. Tell that story, please. So he – The think whole was, thing, like, you texted me during – because it wasn't – for those who watched the Bruins and Rangers last night – on the MSG feed, they had a, a blurb about Reeves that wasn't, or I missed it on the Nesson feed. Yeah. So actually, shout out to my buddy Ruhan. He told he like found this out months ago, and I guess I just never brought it up because I'm a Neanderthal. Okay. But Ryan Reeves is the great great grandson of Bass Reeves. Bass Reeves was the first Black U.S. Deputy Marshal west of the Mississippi River. Pretty cool. Imagine shit. what that would have must have been like. Holy shit! Especially if he was as big as Ryan Reeves. Yeah. Can you imagine being being hunted down by that guy? How about no? Big Bass Reeves. Uh, Chinese Women's Olympics team's goalie pads. Yeah, I just forgot to mention this. Did you see okay. these pads? Yeah, they're pretty cool. These pads, if you if you haven't seen them, look up Chinese Women's <laughs> Olympic goalie pads. They're red, all red, with these two curled snake dragons on the leg pads. I Sick. wish I, I wish I had this girl's name, and I might have dreamt this, but I'm pretty sure she is that goalie. Wait, is it that goalie? There was, I think that goalie, maybe the Canadian goalie is Chinese. Somebody is Chinese, and they weren't allowed to answer the questions in English. And I think I doubt I, it's the Canadian goalie. I think it's the I think it's Team China's goalie who grew up in Canada. Maybe that that might be. I think that because China China is a communist country. <coughs> Commies, man, Commies. Yeah, dictator, right? Isn't it a dictator? Yeah. yeah, or is that a Mia Culpa? Ah, whatever. Boy, we have so many Mia Culpas in our yes, Mia Sheesh. All right, yeah, let's go to NHL in the news, dude. Let's move on. Talk about putting two and two together to equal four. I originally put that the – so we're going to start with Philly. The Philadelphia Flyers named Daniel Briere special assistant to the general manager, and I'm, I wish I would have read it the way I just said it, but you nailed it. Is this a Dwight Schrute thing? Assistant, not assistant. Regional well, it's, it's a Philly. Right? That's how yeah. they announced it. Yeah. They didn't announce him as, uh, they didn't, they didn't announce him as special assistant general manager. They announced him as special assistant to the general manager. And it's like, seriously, like, are you fucking with us? You know what I mean? Yeah. When you think of Danny Breer, what team do you think of? Immediately. Three, two, one. Danny Breer, go. It flyers. You think Flyers over Sabres? I think yeah. it's. I think it was definitely Sabres, but now it's kind of like other. Maybe, maybe or maybe he was just better. He played a bigger role at, for the Flyers. Maybe I don't like know. he was. He had more. He had more. Um, he was he he was more of a 
in the limelight. Does that make sense? Star, I guess. More I offensive, guess. yeah. Yeah, I, I just – the cool thing about him is whenever he scored goals, he would ice sweep so hard. He would ice sweep so hard, and that's kind of cool. So, shout out to Danny Barry. I like seeing that. Uh, also, Claude Giroux. There's been talks. They said that he wanted to go to the Avalanche. He said that he hasn't really talked about it yet. He's 12 games away from playing 1,000 with Philly, only five points away from 900 points. Both are reported to be very uh, important milestones to him. Philadelphia is about to start an eight-game homestand, which will keep them home for the next 21 days. That's a good stat, Brownie. Uh, I think that was TSN had that. I think I think it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to go with Avalanche. I just don't know when it's going to You gonna really happen. think so? Yeah, I really do. I really do. And – he looked great in the All-Star game. I don't watch a lot of Flyers games, and I know Drew's the All-Star game is the All-Star game. But... <laughs> One of the biggest travesties is the fact that he's played in, like, I think they only made the playoffs, like, six times in his career. Something ridiculous. Yeah. And if he was in – if he had played – if he was a second-line center on a good team, he'd be uh, one of the biggest stars in the NHL. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, still looking pretty- back – the Flyers haven't been good the last couple of years, but when they were good and they were battling Pittsburgh, the shift, they talk about how he wanted to start the game. He lays yeah. out Crosby, goes and scores a goal. Like, And then there's that picture of him. He had double wrist surgery in the offseason. He's playing beer pongs with with casts yeah. on both of it. Yeah, yeah. Just a cool guy, dude. Uh, I told you that a kid who I used to coach ran into him, right? I think you did. Yeah, and they were jogging. He went and jogged yeah, with yeah, him yeah, for yeah. like a mile, yeah. And shout out to a guy I work with. His name's Jack. I, I'm going to get a picture of this kid tomorrow. I'm going to send it to you. He looks just like Claude Drew. Like oh, identical. Yeah. identical. A like, guy, I, a buddy of mine, looks like uh, uh, Jonathan Taves. And when we were at the, <laughs> I played with him. We were up at the Hall of Fame, and he tried on like a sport coat in the gift shop. Just kidding around. Some little kids like, is that Jonathan Taves? No way. I'm like, yeah, you should. And <laughs> yeah, that's you have to sign the sign the <laughs> stick for him. He spells the last name wrong. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Hard name to spell. Uh, <laughs> we, we mentioned Pittsburgh. Sid the kid, 500 goals. Uh, it was against Philly. Poetic. It was his 50th game against the Flyers. Uh, there's an Instagram post with Latang showing Sid, Gino, and Latang. Malkin commented, congratulating himself with the assist. He said that his parents have been living out of bags the last couple of weeks because they've just been traveling with those guys, like waiting for him to get his 500th goal. Um, Shout out to uh, the hockey parents. Anybody who hates Sidney Crosby, like you can hate the guy, but at the same time, you just got to respect that he is one of the best hockey players I think that we're ever going to see play the game. Like he, the shit that that guy's done, the shit that that guy's won. In his career, he could have retired 10 fucking years ago and he would have still been one of the all-time greats. Like yep. that's how good he is. So um uh hey, our boy Bo Bennett. Did you see his uh Instagram post today? Yeah. And so they they published the Penguins published a list of all the players that have contributed a point to an assist on Sid's goal. And I, I don't remember how many guys, but Bennett put a thing saying that he made the top 50 of the people that helped uh <laughs> Sid get to 500. Count it, right? Yeah, hey, they all count, man. Um, so shout out to Sid. Okay, all right, we're gonna go international hockey really, really quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the KHL they just canceled the regular season, jumping straight into the playoffs after the Olympics. Can you imagine if the NHL did this? <laughs> That's not a bad call, though. I guess, but it's just so like. Well, there, there. It's it's a uh, <laughs> it's using a hatchet to get rid of a splinter, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And and it's, but I understand to a degree. They're like, listen. We it's about the playoffs. We don't want to lose any more games. Shut it down. Let's go. Let's go. It's what everybody wants is the playoffs, anyways. You know, it's just so at KHL though. Like <laughs> I love it. Uh Claude Julian's back for for Canada. 
Oh, uh, he fell off a sled and hit a tree during the team building exercises. He needed surgery for a broken rib and a punctured lung. I mean, he had wanted, to have been buckled. He's he, like 60 something years old. Like, does this guy just want to be Bergeron? Yeah, everybody does. Everybody <laughs> does. Uh, CBC Olympic no yeah, yeah, right. Uh, CBC Olympic coverage will have uh, indigenous, indigenous. Did I say that right? Yeah, you indigenous? got it. Uh, language Olympic uh, coverage for all men and women's games will also cover opening and closing ceremonies in a number of native languages. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's I'm the that. thing. We like that. Uh, I don't know if we have it on here the rest of the way, but tonight the U.S. women is, are playing uh, the Canadian women. In about 40 minutes. Yep. So uh, that's a game that's definitely being talked about. It's going to be interesting. U.S. men and Canadian men were both eliminated today. Like... Wait, the U.S. men did? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, they got eliminated by Slop <coughs> Slovakia. Who did Canada lose? Oh, to? I did see that. I saw the kids. Did you see the video of the kids freaking out? Yeah, Mir Slash yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah, that. Yeah. that guy was a legend. Yeah. Uh, who did? See, I think uh, of him as a saber. Who did Canada lose to? Uh, Sweden. Okay. My thing is, as I know the NHL players aren't there, but you still can't put together a team that's going to beat those guys. That blows my mind. What do you mean? Like, I cannot believe Canada and U.S. can't put together a hockey team that's going to beat these countries that are so oh. super small. It blows yeah. my mind. Well, that just shows how hockey is making an impact worldwide. I mean, it's actually a good thing, you know. I, know, I mean, not for like, the players, but. I was hoping it was going to be U.S.-Canada, but we have for the women, so we're going to see what ends up happening there. It is there. tonight. It is tonight. <coughs> the and, uh, listen, I want it on the record. It's 10.31 Eastern, and I think the women's Canadian team is going to wax the Americans. We'll see, man. I hope not. I bleed red, white, and blue. So I know you do. I'm just saying. Uh, Florida hired the first black assistant GM, Brett Peterson, played hockey at BC and was a player agent and VP hockey at Wasserman Agency. The Wasserman not Hockey. Yeah, I think Bobby Orr's uh, agent there also. Bobby Orr. I don't know if you um, ever heard of him. Just a quick shout out. Uh, okay, we're sticking with Bad Chicago, yeah, Bum Chicago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, this is wild. They fired longtime head athletic trainer for the Rockford Ice Hogs for allegations of sexual harassment. This was all going on when Rocky Wirtz had his meltdown. Uh, yeah, like, have you <coughs> look? I went back and watched that. I don't know how, maybe it was on, maybe I was dropping a deuce and I was flipping through my phone and it popped up again. But that whole exchange was so ridiculous and embarrassing. Yeah. And it was just so wrong. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. And the thing, I don't know if we talked about this or not, or maybe I talked about it with all my buddies, but the fact that they asked the question to his son and he just completely fucking cucked him. And you know what I mean? Like, how is this guy ever supposed to be taking, wait, do you need to ask your dad before you answer this or can you answer this question? You know what I mean? Just yeah. a fucking bad look all around. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely it's not a Tommy Boy situation at all. No, you know? no. Um, also, like, did they know about this for a while? There's no way that they knew. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Then how did it take them this long to do that? They, I think they were just waiting for the Kyle Beach stuff to get quieted down. That's my <sighs> guess. Maybe, maybe they, I hope they just found out. That's. All I'm gonna say with that. Um, yeah, dumb Chicago. I didn't see this. They're interviewing John Scott for a GM role. Dude, they're interviewing like 25 people, and John Scott's one of them. How do I get on that list? You know, yeah, what the first like, thing I do, I trade Patrick Kane to the Rangers for a bag of pucks. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I mean, John Scott played hockey in the NHL, but I have more coaching experience. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Well, if we're talking, we'll talk coaching experience coming up here in just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay, true, yeah. Uh, that's too different. I mean, that's, uh, you know, orange and apple. So next year, the Winter Classic is going to be a Fenway Park. Uh, people yep. are assuming it's Pittsburgh because of the Fenway Sports. I saw Rangers. Oh, really? Rangers? Oh, that would be a good one. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, the Stadium Series is going to be in Carolina. Yep. So that'll be half sold out. Yeah. And uh, the Heritage Classic is going to be in Hamilton, Ontario, Toronto versus Buffalo. That'll be kind of cool. Yeah, the stadium series with Carolina, I would think that they that might be a better one for the Rangers because the Rangers fans travel very well, and there's a lot of Rangers fans everywhere. So you want to fill up the stadium. I mean, that you could put any team there, and the other team's going to have more fans. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, that, talking, probably not. I'm, that's just a trip at Carolina. Board, you know? That's just a trip at Carolina, so. Oh, hey, careful. The governor will come after you. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> speaking of coaching, we're going to go back here to this. Uh, Wood, Woodcroft and Manson take over the bench in Edmonton. Tippett and Playfair were fired. This is a uh, fourth head coach McDavid's had in his sixth season. Nugent Hopkins has <coughs> had 12 and 11. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah it's insane, dude. Wow. Uh, <coughs> and then here's just something really, really quick. If this is it for Dave Tibbet coaching the NHL. He's had a very good coaching career. 18th all-time in games coach, 18th in wins. Many interests outside of hockey. If he retires, I'll stay busy. Fishing, golfing, and in real estate. That sounds like a pretty good gig. Um, 32 thoughts. Tippett was never fired midseason before now. And that was like something he was super proud of, which unfortunately came to, came to an end. But Yeah, but I also yeah, saw A lot of people talk about him, how much they love him as a coach. Like he's a real player's coach. Yeah, and ever since he got fired, the I think the Oilers had a couple games where they only allowed one goal, and they hadn't really done that all year. So that's always yep. the bounce back, though. Right, you always get but that from what from what I heard on a podcast. It must have been thirty two thoughts. Um, they were talking about the system was a little different that he instituted very quickly. They had the D stepping up at the blue line and tighter gaps, and that something is different. Give Mike Smith that extra second to you know square up could be all the difference it takes. Yeah, Mike Smith needs some time. Um, yeah. <laughs> insiders, this was wild. EJ Raddick and Frank Cirelli yeah. going at it. This um, came out of nowhere. Do they have history? I don't know. This had to do with uh, Marty St. Louis being hired. Uh, EJ Raddick pretty much said he didn't have like any coaching experience. And uh, no, EJ Raddick was like tripping Ducharme's the whole thing there. Yep. And Cervelli said, well, all due respect, what do you know about his presence, communication, and accountability, how much time he spent around him? He was a cute That, that was a pretty good up. jab because it was like, you're not in the rink, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was a, Q- a QMJHL champ, Memorial Cup champ, World Junior Gold, Stanley Cup finalist, room to grow, but I can say with 100% fo- confidence he is a 0% phony. Just very weird, those guys going at it. Yeah. And I don't know if I put this down here, but Anson Carter was going at it with Russo with – with the Minnesota Wild, did you see that? I saw something about it, but I didn't read it. They ended up squashing it, but it, that was that was bizarre. Um, so just insiders getting a little uh, little. Me up. and uh, Frank Seller, uh, me and Frank Saravelli are LinkedIn buddies. Same. I've messaged him a couple times. Haven't heard anything back. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe, all right, I'll do it then. <laughs> Cami Granado was named the Vancouver Canucks assistant general manager. She has quite the pedigree, so shout out mm. to her. Uh, in game, Jumatron now highlights this is fans my favorite story of the week, right here. This is my favorite story because <laughs> these people are lifetime fucking zeros. Well, Go ahead. I, th- I think like people like the in game, like uh, Jumbotron are getting more clever. Remember earlier this year, the Flyers did the thing where like the thing the box went to the corner, that and was from the office. It. Yep, 
But now Vancouver, what they're doing is they're highlighting fans wearing wrong sweaters to the game. I love that. These are the biggest fucking losers on the planet. It's like if you and I go see Bruins Rangers and there is some guy who walks by with a Winnipeg jersey on and it's not a player who's playing, I'm going to be like annoyed for like a period. Even yeah. if he just walks by. So like, dumb. I think like, it's hey, like, look, I got a hockey shirt. Yeah, it's like I'm a hockey fan. Well, yeah, you're at the game, dude. I, yeah. I would hope so. So if I um, go to Home Depot, I should wear like a Milwaukee tool shirt because I'm going to the hardware store. You know what I mean? It's so dumb. Yeah. No, yeah, it's like every time I get in the car, I wear a uh, Dale Earnhardt t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. It's so stupid. Oh, I can't stand those people. The only people worse than those people are the own names on the jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't even. That's awful. I think if you're a little kid, it's okay. If you're under 12. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Kids good with that. Fine. Okay. They don't know better. I'm good with that. Parents. Yeah. You see a kid okay. wearing his own name on a jersey on a Bruins jersey, you should be able to slap the parent. If I have a little kid and he and he wants a Rangers jersey and he's under the age of twelve, I'd put Collins on the back. Yeah, maybe. I would hope not. I would hope that he would. He, if my he, daughter came up to me and said, have a, "I have a Bruins jersey," and I said, "Okay," well, she should have which a, a favorite. She should, yeah, exactly. They should have a favorite player. Yeah. So okay, that's fair. Um. Jack's back, dude. He's he's playing, playing tonight. Nice. Playing right now, right? Yep. Uh, and the Vegas is doing the Kucherov. They put Stone on long-term injured reserve. And they were <laughs> they were kind of like, "What are you gonna do about yeah. it?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come get me, dude. So, you know what? I think this this just speaks to my hatred of Tampa Bay. It does not bother me in the slightest that Vegas is doing no, it. No, not at all. And you want to know what? The teams that have done this have gone on to win the Stanley Cup every time. But I also feel another part of it with Tampa Bay was they were such fucking jackasses about it by wearing the T-shirt saying how far over the cap they were. Yeah, they, you know like, I mean? bought into yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Um, I will say this is not on here. And I think you I can talk about him, the way he's taping his shin pads or something. What was that? Oh, that? well, I saw that, yeah. So what they was that? I missed that. Jenkins told us. <clears throat> so he, they, they interviewed him, and then they showed him getting ready before the game, and he had his shin pads with the socks not up over them, and he tapes clear tape on his shin pads and then pulls the sock over. On his leg? Yeah. And then he pulls his sock up with no tape on the sock? I, don't, I, I would hope that he wanted double tape. I've never seen it. Never seen that before. Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. Maybe he just wants to keep it clean on the outside. I don't know. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, that's about all I got. Well, you're going to say something else about Vegas and I go. What was I going to say about Vegas? I interrupted you. Damn. Oh, had to do with Tampa. I just want to say this. Braden Point is one of the best players in the National Hockey League. Every time I see a fucking highlight of this guy, he is flying. And he has sick hands. He would be like a top five pick for me. Like, if if they did like a fantasy draft or whatever and you could draft whoever and I was fifth overall pick and Braden Point was on the board, I'd probably take him. To like build a team? I think he's disgusting. He's so good, and he can play in all situations, and he makes everybody around him better. Yeah. All right, fair. Um, Montreal Canadiens, they hire Marty Marty St. Louis. <clears throat> he said that I'm not coming here to be a substitute teacher. Uh, Gordon said if you were in the room when he addressed the players, you would have had goosebumps. Uh, if, if anything, this team needs right now is to have fun. When these guys were in Wee, they had fun, so I'm probably the most qualified guy right now, which is pretty funny because everybody said that he has no coaching experience other than coaching his kids. Well, I think he said that on purpose. Yeah, I like that. Um, Dominic Ducharme was in the first year of his three-year contract with the Habs, which paid him roughly $1.7 a year. Habs are also still paying Claude Julien $5 million a year into the end of the season. Ducharme was fired less than seven months after signing his new deal. kind of sucks yeah. for him, but... Uh, he brought him to the finals. 
Yeah, but it was definitely. And he doesn't have Carey Price, so you can. I mean, if if you're gonna give all the credit to Carey Price, I guess you got to hang all the blame on Carey <laughs> Price, you know. Yeah, and they're already making deals. So Canadians, they sent uh, Brandon Baddock to Minnesota for the Hamburglar Andrew Hammond. I think they're trying to get a little bit of depth and goal. Yeah. Uh, they traded Tyler Toffoli for Calgary. They got quite the hell for the, uh, haul. They got Emil Heineman, Tyler Pitleg, along with a conditional first round and a fifth round pick. Yep. Um. And I just saw that Jeff Gordon brought in Nick Bobrov, who is the Rangers European scout. That, oh. So when they fired everybody, so they ended, he, they ended up bringing in Bobrov into uh, Montreal. Also, Ryan Klo was just hired by the New York Rangers as like a hockey ops guy. They kept a very low profile. Well, shout out to Ryan Klo. That guy was a warrior. Um, back to Calgary. Clearly all in with the Toffoli deal. Uh, Jacob Markstrom posts the league-leading eighth shutout. Reunites to Foley with uh, Daryl Sutter and old teammate Lucic. It was I didn't know Lucic and him were that tight, but there were so many pictures of those. Did you guys see the picture of them on the roller coaster yeah. at Disney. <laughs> P- pretty funny. Lucic picked him up at the airport, brought him home for dinner the first night in Calgary. To Foley scored in his first game. That goal was sick. That was a sick goal. So Tyler is a hell of a player. The Bruins were you know rumored to be involved for him for like the last five years of the trade deadline. Of course, I, never happened. And I think what St. Louis said it was that Toffoli was like the captain without the C on this jersey in Montreal. That's like what it seemed like around the well, room. Montreal, what they did is they were like, look, it's a rebuild. And this yeah. is basically an audition for Marty St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And you saw the thing where Cole Caulfield wore his number growing up. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I hope he does great. I love Marty yeah. St. Louis. Guy's a fucking warrior. Um, that is thousands, one thousandth game. Did you see this Arizona Coyotes rink that they're they're playing in? Mm-hmm. I've played That's in bigger ridiculous. college rinks. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Um, <coughs> I. How are you going to sell a seat for two hundred bucks if it's a bench? That's what blows my mind. Yeah, they have to retro the whole thing. Like they're spending twenty million dollars to retro that rink. I you would think you can't build a rink for twenty million dollars. It, it would be so cool if somehow the Coyotes got really good and made it to the playoffs and they had to play playoffs in that. It won't happen, but how cool would that be? It'd be funny. But, uh, yeah, $20 million to do that, which is crazy. Now Department of Player Safety. Marcus Polino got suspended for kneeing. I want to say it's Lowry. They got in a fight. Yeah. Afterwards, he went down, kind of kneed him in the head. He got two games. Austin Watson got two games for his late hit on Jack Hahn. Uh, what? Hahn. Uh, 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 Ashan. Ashan. Jack Ashan. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, <laughs> the NHL leader in suspensions, Brad Marchand, got suspended six games. Uh, the NHL leader in individual suspensions, sure. Brian Marchment has more because they're team suspensions, some of them. Okay. <laughs> no. But good, still, what, what a stat. Like, yeah, what? Right, yeah. Unreal. Uh, he got <laughs> six games. Although he is currently – he might still be in – no, I'm sure he's out by now. But he, st- he w- traveled with the team to New York to go to NHL headquarters to appeal. Yeah, I, uh, I'm probably going to get a lot of slack for this, but what a fucking joke. Like, six games for what for that? Dude, Chris Letang came out and said he shouldn't have got six in his Montreal radio show the next day. Insane. I don't – Obviously, Chris flat out said he was. There's no way he was going to hurt him. Listen, I think it was a dumb fucking play. 100%. Selfish. Six games. But I don't think it was six games. But like I said, I wrote a blog about it. Marshawn has been tweaking the NHL nonstop since the Olympic Games. He went at the about the um, uh, escrow. He was chirping Arizona. You know what I mean? And the yeah. NHL at some point was like, sit down and shut up, dude. 
it's and it's, I think his wires crossed because Bergie got hurt that game too. I just can't believe it was six games. Uh, I, agree. Me, I think that's such a fucking joke. Like, and I'm not a, like I think he's a great player. I don't like him when he plays the Rangers, but at, like asinine. I couldn't believe it when I saw six yeah. games. I couldn't believe when I saw in person hearing. He didn't even. He did nothing that like. There, at no point was he going to hurt anybody. Well, the punch to the head was dumb, and that could be dangerous. That's going to hurt somebody? Well, you don't know how hard it was or if he caught Six him right. games? No, 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 no. But I'm just saying that, I mean, with concussions and everything, that could have been something. What's more if dangerous, Brad Marchand giving Tristan Yari a love tap on the side of the head or Tom Wilson slamming a helmetless Artemi Panarin on the ground? Oh, 100%, dude, 100%. This he, this is flat-out one education and two – him running his mouth over the last month and a half. An absolute fucking joke, dude. I yeah. I couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, he's appealing. This was a suspension. He officially passed Chris Pronger for most individual suspensions. Governor of North Carolina chirped him, said another impressive wins by Arcanes versus the Bruins tonight. Would have mattered if the Lambo Marchand had played his cheap shots last night. We'll give him a lot more time to post pretentious, misleading, small hockey market tribes anyways. Yeah. Listen, know, if, know if, your audience, dude, because the governor of North Carolina clearly doesn't know hockey fans because smaller hockey market tripe anyways. What the fuck's a tripe, dude? But the fact that the governor of North Carolina is chirping Marshawn means Marshawn's winning. <laughs> he, he has all the real estate in North Carolina. Exactly, exactly. Um, Jerry's was pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Chair Marshawn said that what was said between them stays on the ice, but did say that having extra reps in the All-Star game helped him not be too rusty. That's fair. Um, you saw Marshawn chopped his stick when he was flipping the puck, right? Yeah, that was hilarious, dude. That See, was I so think funny. That, that's perfect bad Brad for me. Yeah. That pre-game in Boston, Jari's going to go flip the puck. Marshawn chops his stick, scoots the puck away. Fuck you. And I now they're all pissed off. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Malkin's wife also took a shot at Marshawn saying you oh, should yeah. get five games and 10 hours of meditation to learn inner peace. Listen, I, I would if you want to see the the quote, you're, it's not a bad Instagram to scroll through. <laughs> wife. You um, could you could spend time doing worse things. Good guy of the week, Colorado Avalanche. They uh, oh, Don yeah. White is the Avalanche assistant equipment manager. He's a huge Bengals fan. The players got together and bought him tickets to the Super Bowl. They also paid for a hotel and airfare. Um, and then he posted out a picture saying, "Thanks, guys. I should have wore sunscreen." He was just yeah. part of the shit. I yeah. thought that was funny. Yeah. You're going to be well, at, what a chalk. An equipment manager doesn't know how to handle the sun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be at the Boston Colorado game. Yeah. Monday matinee. Me and my buddy Keith. So Monday matinee. Your, That's yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. You're going to be your, your, your cousin Brownie from Boston again. There's going to be some beer. I'll take over the around. Twitter feed again. Uh, happy 50th birthday to Yarmir Yager. Yep. Yes. Yeah, still doing it, dude. Still yep. doing it. Um, and that's what we have at NHL in the news. We're gonna we're gonna dump and change it right now. Do you we want to through that a lot faster than I thought we were gonna? We we're rolling, baby. We we're yeah. rolling. Uh, dump and change. Do you want to do dump and change? Sure. All right, let's do dump and change. Oh, we don't have music. So dump and change. <laughs> I was like waiting for a music. <laughs> change it up. All right, good to go. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. So the impractical jokers with Joe Gatto uh, leaving the show. We talked about that previously. It was announced that this week that they will. They will fill his spot with a rotating cast of comedians and special celebrity guests for the first episode, which is a two hour special, apparently, which good for them. They have uh, Eric Andre stepping in. You know, who Eric Andre is, right? No. Yes, you do. Uh, 
black guy, comedian, shot. He's in the new Jackass. Um, Odds look, Mom. Yeah, he uh, he just made that movie where they do pranks. He's hilarious. Very deadpan. He'll do kinds of pranks and stuff. Very, very funny guy. Um, kind of switching gears a little bit. Uh, back to the Olympics. So this story. Uh, so six years ago, Aaron Jackson stepped on the ice for the very first time. There's a video. I know Eric Andre. I know. Yeah, he's a riot. He'll be okay. perfect for it. And I guess back to the Impractical Jokers. Q was saying on a podcast that over the years he's wanted to do darker and more edgier things, and he's been outvoted. So they're gonna kind of take the rope, the leash off Q, and so it could be could be pretty good. So anyways, uh, six years ago, Erin Jackson stepped on the ice for the first time. I've seen the video. She looks like Bambi out there. This week, she became the first black woman to win an Olympic speed skating medal. Think about that. They fly. She in. tried a sport six years ago and just won an Olympic fucking medal. That's pretty impressive. Like, oh, holy it's, shit. It's, uh, uh, <laughs> someone compared it to uh, Jovanowski. Didn't start playing hockey till he was like eleven or twelve, and then it was the first overall pick. Yeah, some people which just is, have it, dude. yeah, that's crazy. So now to our most popular topic, uh, <laughs> uh, jackass. So I was telling Ted before we started filming, I literally getting ready for the podcast was on my phone. Uh, I don't know what I was probably going to the bathroom, um, and I uh, yeah. So I uh, I saw that uh, Knoxville showed up at the WWE store and was ripping Sami Zayn stuff. Off the walls. We made. Did we talk about this while we were recording? Uh, pre pre recording. Maybe. I hope so. Otherwise, yeah. this is a double hit. Sorry. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, in an interview this week, uh, Knoxville said he turned down his dream job of SNL to bet on himself and his buddies to do Jackass. Think about like sliding doors moments. Yeah. That's think about it, that's huge. Yeah. Jackass. It, it, how many people has Jackass touched? Seriously, you know. It's yeah. huge. Have you um, seen the movie yet? No, I still haven't. I need you know to see why? You know what they do here? On the weekends, they have a late show. But on the week, during the week, their latest shows at like 7 o'clock. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Not Although yet. next week's school vacation, so I bet you they have um, late ones again. I'm going to try to see it this weekend. I'm going to try to. I'll, I'll make concerted effort. I'm getting caught up with work, so I should be good. Uh, and this report came I saw this today. Per reports, the Hollywood actor with the most full frontal nude scenes, to their credit, is Chris Pontius. <laughs> Shout out to Pontius. Hey, listen, if you got the hammer, you should be a carpenter. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <Pretty simple>. Um, uh, all right. So that was some stuff for the Super Bowl. As you all know, the Super Bowl was this week. These are some little tidbits and funny stuff. I'm going to jump around. I'm not going to I'm not going to go anywhere with the sheet. Okay. So uh, the halftime show, Dr. Dre and Eminem, uh, along with 50 Cent, who was not supposed to be there, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Great show. I I'd put it in my top three or four anyways of halftime shows. Um, the NFL <laughs> – fucking morons. So the NFL tells Eminem not to kneel and He's Dr. Dre to change his lyrics. Okay. So, like, how dumb – and sh like, talk about, like, an out-of-touch older fucking – group of people like, like you know hey, don't don't do that like i wonder if it was even in dr dre's mind and That's then they're saying don't change it and he was like well now i'm really gonna fucking hammer yeah. those lyrics you know well, they also so, told they also told uh snoop dogg that he couldn't have a bandana so he oh, wore really? that blue bandana like shirt 
Well, you saw the thing that Ice T did, right? Mm-mm. Ice T put out, I think, an Instagram post. Now, Ice T is OG. He's original. He was in the game. No yeah. fucking around. And he put out a like a thing. He's like, listen, all you rappers that want to come to LA, you know, for different events and everything. He's like, there's fifty thousand gang members active in Los Angeles. Think it through what you want to do. Like, yeah. don't come out like. Uh, what's his face? The guy just got shot who was uh, at the Florida Panthers game. Oh, Kodak Black. Yeah, he got shot over a suit yeah. wall. So yeah, fucking crazy. So anyways, uh, so then here's some of these some of these nice funny things. Whatever. Uh, wide receiver Van Jefferson ran off the field immediately after the game to make the delivery of his newborn son. He wasn't there for the trophy presentation or anything. His wife went into labor during the game and had to be stretchered out. So imagine him having a play. I I wonder if they told him. I don't know. I don't know either. That's that's tough, though. But but everybody's happy. Everybody's healthy. All good there. Uh, Kicker Evan McPherson, who we talked about before for the Bengals. He uh, snuck out of the locker room to watch the halftime show, and there's video of him just loving it. And yeah. I heard him on a interview prior to the Super Bowl, and he said, "He goes, he goes, I don't do anything at halftime. Not talking <laughs> to me. He goes, I'm going to try to sneak out and watch it." Um, and then uh, the safety for the Rams, Tyler Rapp, uh, Taylor Rapp, sorry, proposed on field to his girlfriend right after the game. I think she said yes. They didn't I'm okay with that. that. If he was on the Bengals, I would have been like, that's fucking stupid, but I'm good with that. This is my favorite story that I heard all week, uh, this last one. So Jamar yeah, Chase, yeah. the, Jamar Chase, the rookie uh, out, of, uh, out of LSU who came to the Bengals because his boy Joe Burrow was there. They, I, they truly have like an unbelievable friendship. Jamar Chase went door-to-door on Joe Burrow's street in Cincinnati and knocked on doors until he got someone to agree to sell him their house so he can live by his boy. How cool would that be to have that much money to just do that? That's great. You know what's funny? You say that as a guy I grew up with, we were one time at a supermarket or maybe the liquor store in the supermarket parking lot, and some older guy pulled up in like an older car, like from the 70s. But it, you know, it needed work, obviously, but it was in good shape. And he went over to him, he's like, Excuse me, sir, if you ever interested in selling this, and he gave him his phone number. And I still remember that. And I was like, holy shit, what a move. Yeah. And I was working on a house in the neighborhood that I grew up on. And I went and knocked on the door of the house I grew up in. And I gave the guy one of my cards. I'm like, listen, if you ever sell, you know, give me a call. And then the guy, of course, was a realtor. He's like, oh, you're in the market? I'm like, oh, fuck off, guy. I just, you know. <laughs> I just, so. Car, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so that was from the Super Bowl. And then um, I think this is the last <laughs> thing for a dump and change. Yeah. So have you heard of this guy, Geo Masters? No. Do you know where this bridge is? Yeah, I actually turn on this road to come home. So this this guy is worth looking up on Instagram. His name is Geo Masters, G-I-O, Masters like it sounds. Uh, he's an extreme athlete, and he jumps off fucking bridges into the water. It's crazy. And these are like 100-plus feet. Yeah. And he – you know those like little trampolines they have yeah. for like – I don't know, whatever you have a little trampoline for. Um, he runs and jumps off this and does like five flips. And he did it off the uh I put it in here because I was like, I wonder if you know it. It's the literally, it's literally bridge in Nashville. Five minutes from my house. Yeah, so he did that this this week and he did it in like a like a Darth Maul costume type thing. He was like a black ninja or whatever, like all the whole black pajama thing. It's Cumberland River. Probably oh, is that what it is? Probably yeah, I would think so. So there you go. 
So that's that was dump and change for this week. We had a lot of dump and change. Well, it was Super Bowl, so Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Rangers Bruins. I don't have a lot of Rangers talk other than the Rangers Bruins game, which uh, pretty good game. A couple things to take away. <clears throat> I can't believe Filipino wasn't offside. I think that he wasn't. I think, that, I think that he even thought he was because when he scored, there was no reaction. He was just like. But he wasn't. I mean, it was. I know. That other angle. It, yeah. looked, it looked so offside, though. Yeah. It was... But that's that's the good of review, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because wouldn't that sucked if they had called that offsides and then on a replay they showed it and he wasn't and there was nothing they could do? Yeah. So they could always call it the goal and then go look at the review. No, I think so. Yeah. There are a couple of big hits: Ryan Reeves, Floored, Brandon Carlo. They didn't talk about it on the Rangers feed. I'm assuming they talked about it on the Bruins fan. Trent Frederick blew up Chris Kreider. They talked about it. See, I, I, uh, I was, I had a five-year-old surgically attached to me for most of the evening last night, and <laughs> I couldn't break away until, excuse me, the third period. I think it was at the end of the first. He got yeah. lit up. They talked about it, and uh, Kreider didn't have a very good game. No, it, so I he, wonder, you know, if that was part of it. Although the biggest hit of the night. Would have been if Pasternak had laid out Fox. Yeah, Fox but you, just barely. He had him right where he wanted him. I wasn't worried at all that that was going to happen. Actually, Ryan Reeves took a run at David Pasternak uh, because Pasta bumped Igor earlier, and then yeah, yeah. I saw somebody floor Pasternak, and it was Reeves. I was like, that I won't. That was kind of weird. There's not a single. There's not a single Bruin in the building that could have done anything. Yeah, no, and I, I just thought, I thought it was a good game, dude. I thought yeah. for what the Bruins had in their lineup, dude, you guys competed hard. You kept no Marshawn, no Bergeron. Super simple, super yeah. simple game. Yep. Um, hey, why were you asking me about Charlie Coyle? What they say about him ahead in the pregame? That made they didn't say anything that. about him. They just showed his his picture talking about him, and he only has twenty two points this year. Not his game, man. The the thing with Charlie Coyle is everybody blames him for where he was drafted. Right, I just remember him being on the wild, and I thought he was like a first line guy, like maybe not a first line guy. The wild was horrible then, yeah. And and everyone's like, Oh, he's a first round pick. Well, it's not his fault, he's a first round pick. That movie he had in the shootout was fucking nasty. Oh, yeah, he's playing with confidence. Listen, instead of miss on him, he's one of the best third line centers in in the league, in my opinion. And actually, hey, Barber just came out with a video of like simple but effective like breakaway moves, and it's a whole thing of Charlie Coyle coming in. On his right side, on his forehand, pretending like he's going to go backhand, and then cuts back forehand. The goalie's yep. in the fucking corner. He didn't have to he's do that so against big, He's so strong. Puck possession. I mean, bro, how about the concussion protocol with thirty oh, seconds left to go in overtime? You're talking I, about that I, today. I so felt I, so bad for Jim Ramsey having to go out on the ice and be like, "Hey, Igor, you got to go in." Trainer? Yeah, so <laughs> I have. I have a theory about concussion protocol. I think there's two concussion protocols. I think there's one for stars and there's one for scrubs. Yeah. So if uh, if he was a scrub, it wouldn't have mattered. But because he's a star, if he got hurt, yeah. he's, he's back in there. And you saw him after he came back in during the during the shootout. He's going like this with his eyes trying to focus. Did you see that clip? Yeah, but all Russians go do that. Vasilevsky does that yeah, shit maybe. all the time. Well, I also thought was funny is when it happened, Igor just like laid down backwards, and I was texting Hal, and Hal's like. Wow, he pretended like he died. He's like, it's like one of those FBI crime scenes. They need to put yeah. one out on the rink. And then and then he got pulled off and he goes, That's what happens when you sell it too hard. That's what Jack said. Jack <laughs> did the same thing. It was pretty funny. It was but a good game. It was an entertaining game to watch yeah. though. Yeah, listen, I'm happy with the point they got out of there, missing those guys and playing the arguably the hottest team in the NHL. 
or at least yeah. before their break, you know. Yeah, I, it take it takes me a while for me and Chris Kreider to get going. Uh, I thought Ryan Strom looked good. Panarin looked. I think I like good. Ryan Strom's game. I like I, he's, he's a hockey play. player, dude. Yeah. He's a fucking hockey player. I don't know so if he up for himself. I don't know if he like if if everything was <laughs> equal in terms of like money and everything tied up with these players. Like I don't know if uh, if Strom's the first guy I would take off the Rangers to put on the Bruins. Yeah. You know, by based He'd be on a great Bruin, dude. But yeah, he would be. But I really like uh, what's the fourth liner? Is it Rooney? Yep, Kevin Rooney. I like Kevin Rooney's game a lot. I really like. Well, I like Truba and Fox. Obviously, is filthy, but I really like Keandre Miller too. Kid can skate, and every time I watch Ryan Lindgren play hockey, I'm like, mm. thank fucking god, because he would have been an absolute fan favorite in Boston. Like he would have yeah. been. He has like a little Andrew Ference in him. He has a little bit of fucking. Johnny Boychai. He just has that like he's not a superstar defenseman, but fuck, let me tell you why. If you go in the corner, you're gonna you're gonna leave hurt in a little bit. <clears throat> he's not a big yeah. guy. Actually, speaking of uh speaking of Truba, you want to talk about Nosik? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what that wrong target, bud. Wrong fucking target. And Check I the wanted, game notes. <laughs> I also want to mention Zach Jones and Braden Schneider, I thought looked incredible for a couple kids who like literally have like maybe 14 games in the NHL total together. I thought they kind of, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Zach Jones played a couple games last year. He's only played a couple games this year. Schneider's only played a couple games this year. Um, Jones is definitely more of the offensive kind of wizard kind of guy out there, but dude, this Brandon Schneider kid, man, you know who he reminds me of. And I know that you've, you haven't seen a lot of them. You only saw him play against the Rangers. Reminds me a little bit of Mackenzie Weger. Like, he's got a little Mackenzie. Well, I, like him. I like his game. So I, I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, it was, it was a hell of a game. And let me tell you what, the Rangers lucky Igor came back because they would have fucking gotten throttled if Georgiev was in that Dude, game. The shootout went to nine rounds. What a shootout, by the way. Yeah. Okay, so you were talking, you were telling me how you weren't pleased with the selections of who should shoot for. Yeah, I just thought it was weird. Like, Craig Smith was buried on the bench. Nick Felino's like 0 for 25. Yeah, Nick Felino, like, I mean, Charlie McAvoy, I guess, but I mean, Grizzlick's a pretty pretty slick puck carrier. You know what I mean? It's yeah. but apparently I don't know. I gotta be well now. I gotta I gotta rephrase it what I was gonna say. I know under Claude, what they used to do is they used to end practice every day with um shootout drills. Yeah, and that's how they determined it. I don't know if Cassidy's doing that, but I would assume they do something. They definitely have a better idea of who should shoot compared to but I mean there was like <laughs> there were some guys that I mean yeah, Felino was one lead off to DeBrusque. I mean, DeBrusque looked good. Yeah, yeah. Listen, just get him the fuck out. Um, I he just, looked uh, good though. He had a couple yeah, pretty good. He had a couple really nice back checks. He still just peels off. He peels off. And Always. dude, that shootout, holy fuck, man! But but where's that speed during three on three? I don't know. He came flying and just yeah. I'm going to that corner. Right. <laughs> there were so many sick moves. The Rangers. Chris Kreider tried doing the Kucherov. Yeah, Filipino tried doing the four. Do you really think? Do you really think uh, Crowder tried doing that, or it's yeah. just he lost? Hundred, a hundred percent. Panarin's was filthy. Panarin's was sick. Like the Rangers, it was like the. Globe he didn't do the leg kick. He only does the leg kick on game winning goals. Dude, Is that it? Was like it was fuck. Yeah. It, and shout out to Swayman, dude, because he hung in there and yeah. and most of those saves. So it was uh the only, the only goal he who, gave who, up. Who I saw was that went backhand. Was it McAvoy? Did McAvoy come in backhand? Just rip one over the net. Yeah, he just missed. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. High hard ones. But do you have anything else with the bees? 
Not from that game. The only stuff I had was, you know, we talked about Tuca a little bit. There was a blog out I put up about him. Oh, I do. I, I think I saved it. The Hudobin. Who, fucking beauty this guy is. Uh, yeah, this was cool. His Instagram calling out Tuca and shit. Well, not calling it. Well, I mean, In a it good was way. Like, like giving him props. Backhand, right? He wrote, uh, I have delayed because I can't believe you have taught me to smile. Forget hockey. It was always fun to play with you. I know that you are starting a wonderful journey now. Whenever you have a question, call me. If you need help to talk about Hall of Fame, I hope that they call me beforehand. I have a ton to tell them. I am glad that you listened to me and agreed to catch the pucks that were flying your way. Love you. Love your family. Teammate, <laughs> friend, blood forever. I mean, Hudobin's a beauty. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, it, dude, I mean, it's really cool when the when the two goalies have like something like Kadobin, Tuka. You guys have that with Swayman and Olmark now. Oh yeah, I yeah. don't think Shesterkin and Georgiev like each other at all. It's it's like strange because after the games, like Georgiev just like he's never excited for him. Like I, well, I you're, you're 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 one guy is trying to take the other guy's job. It's the nature of it. I don't like it. <laughs> it's it's hard. I mean, it takes different personalities to be able to do it. You know. There's, I mean, to make it to that level in any sport, you have to have the drive and the commitment and the hunger and to be able to be like, oh, well, Ked's better. I'll, I'll be sitting here on the bench. You know what I mean? It's it's <laughs> tough. You know, everybody believes they're the number one. I guess. I just, I don't know. I, I'm out on him. I'm also out on Greg McKegg being on the Rangers. Get him, launch him to the fucking moon. He used like, to play. He used to play for the Bruins. Um. All yeah, right, so Black, other... Blackwell scored and laid him out last year. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, dude, I do remember that. Uh, the only other two things I have, which are not really Bruins, but they're Boston. Um, so the Bean Pot, you know what the Bean Pot is, right? Yeah, the Bean Pot tournament, first two Mondays oh, of February. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Before you get into the Bean Pot, right. the Rangers always do like a trivia thing, and it was yeah. what what current players in last night's game? Two current players won the Bean Pot. Kreider and Grizzlick. <laughs> It was Kreider. I think it was Kreider and Gizlick. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was. But there was, yeah. there was McAvoy. Harvard plays the Beanpot too, right? Yep. Yep. Adam Fox. Like there, there were some players on there where it was like, oh, I wonder who that'd be. But that was yeah, quick. So, so for those that don't know, the Beanpot is a random draw. It's uh, BU, BC, uh, Boston College, Boston University, Harvard, and Northeastern every year, the four of them. And so the, they play on a random draw the first Monday, two games. And then the winners play the winners, losers play the losers. Northeastern was on a run. I think they won the last three. BU hasn't won in a while. B, yeah, Northeastern, dude, both men's and women's are loaded this Love year. Um, so uh, so BU won. They It was a 0-0 game in the championship. I think they scored the game-winning goal of like 2.30 left, and it was like a fourth-line kid, like Love a that. sophomore or something. It was great. He was so pumped. But I mean, I'm not, not a BU guy. I was pulling for Northeastern, but um, great game. Anyways, the, the thing I want to talk about, like, if you get a chance, definitely watch it. And the women's bean pod, I believe, is the first two Tuesdays of February. They do Monday, Tuesday. Um, but if you that's like a, a really game, special thing, I think that's cool. Oh, it's awesome. It's great yeah. to go because every the bands are there playing. Every mm -hmm. hits through the boards. You know, it's just great. And it used to be great in the old garden when it was such that small little thing and the steep oh it was great that's when i used to go i had a buddy who won it for northeastern back in the 80s late okay. 80s early 90s i guess he won it's awesome but anyways 
So the fucking NCAA will not would so the bean pot put in a petition uh request i don't know what how, whatever you call it but they didn't want to play the college rules they want to play overtime and like the stanley cup until as a winner yeah ncaa said uh-uh. they won't let them take the exemption for the tournament so now starting i think it was either starting this year or next year it goes three periods of regulation a three-on-three five-minute overtime then a fucking shootout you horrible the big score in the three-on-three five-minute I hope it never happens. I hope it always wins in regulation. Then there was a bean pot a few years ago that was like double OT. <laughs> it was unfucking believable. Yeah, and I, I don't. That's annoying because all the player, everybody there wants to for to just keep playing until somebody scores. And there's nothing about it. Shootout is not. It's not hockey. It's a. It's a skills competition. And then the last thing I have is just the Northeastern women's. So, uh, I with the, my schedule, I wasn't able to watch a lot of Bruins this week, but I I made a point to watch Northeastern because they're getting towards the end of their season. You know, the other team I cover, and um, they uh, they are an absolute wagon. Uh, the goalie who we're going to have come on here, Aaron Frankel, she's agreed to come on. She's going to be awesome. She just set the Hockey East win record. She's got like a, I think for the year she's right around one GAA. I mean, it's just insane how good yeah. she is. <laughs> Igor Shostakovich uh, of women's hockey. Yeah, maybe even better. But um, they are uh, so. They're they're ramping up. They got like two more games. Then it's hockey East, and then they uh, end for the NCAA. So, hashtag Howlin' Huskies. Howlin' so, Huskies. We there it is. Barely ground up. Canada and U.S. is underway. Barely ground up. I don't have anything. I'm retired till I moved to New York. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Oh, we lost in our playoffs. I guess oh, we, we didn't say like that. that. You said you yeah. retired, like you hung them up. Yeah, we uh, <clears throat> we lost to this team, man, and it was so fucking chippy. It, it was one of those games where it was like I like competing and shit, but it, it, dude, it was a fucking absolute donkey show. Somebody on their team laid out. Somebody on our team, like literally five minutes into the game, and you knew that it was going to happen. And they gave the kid a penalty, and I skated over. And dude, it was egregious. Like it was, he fucking laid him out. Yeah, and I skid over the refs. I'm like, hey man, like what's going on? He's like, well, he got a penalty. I'm like, you're you're aware that you can fucking stop everything right now by just kicking that guy out of the game. Like if you just do that, we're just gonna play hockey. He's like, well, I can't do that. I'm like, well, you're gonna have a fucking shit show on your hand if you don't. Like that's just what it is. But common sense, bro. It, it, it's yeah. control the fucking game. Didn't kick yeah. the kid out. It, dude, it was awful. Um, but that sucked. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of what I got. My sky. We had the complete over. opposite. So in our game, so I'm working this job right now, and we're under a little bit of a time crunch. We have to get it ready. They're move, they they want to they're selling one house, moving in their other house, and I'm working on this room. That we'll have the house done. I'm working on this guy's office, uh, former Army, U.S. Army Air Corps paratrooper, like a badass. Yeah, he's got a bronze uh, bronze star. Like he was showing us like these tracks in the yard where like a he thinks a fox dragged a, a rabbit and he's showing us how the paws you can tell the, the weight and he's all this stuff and I'm like holy shit you should listen to this podcast we listen to called me the morning skate about, <laughs> uh, yeah they were talking about trackers he goes oh I used to track and I go oh like different animals he's like no people and I was like Jesus Christ so oh I'm so he gave me all the colors for the US Army Air Corps and I'm incorporating them into his room can you can you see that? Oh, that's sick. 
So in that corner, that's where his desk is going to be. So I'm incorporating all these colors. The room's going to be awesome, but it's it's taken a lot. So I'm there at night and stuff. So I had to miss some hockey. Um, I played one game last week. Uh, we shit pumped this team uh, ten to one. They put me at forward, and uh, I was playing wing, but my center and the other winger both had hat tricks. I think it was a plus seven for your boy. Just and uh, my only shot on net the entire game, I had a kid run me from like a cross ice. Like, I don't know what he was doing. Like, he he slammed me into the boards, and I went down, and so did he. We're in a pile, and I go, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, sorry, man. I'm like, <laughs> whatever. So on that PK, I took a shot. I, I picked a pass off and walked in, and I almost tried the between the legs like Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> but I'm like, we're up by like six. I'm going to get killed if I do it. So I just, I just shot one. Uh, you also don't want to fall over. Yeah, right, right, right. But so, yeah, so I had one shot. But, yeah, it was I was, like I said, like a plus seven. I think I had like five or six assists. It was crazy. But it was a good time. Uh, a couple of – I uh, so I, I couldn't go – we don't have a game this week. I think I think I have two – I think I play Tuesday, Wednesday next week. So I have the game Monday, the Bruins, then Tuesday, Wednesday. So, All right. yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, that's beer league hockey, guys. Oh, but we did have a kid get tossed. Yeah. Okay. There was a bunch of checking. Once once the team got down, I understood it. And all the guys on our bench are yelling. They're like, come on, ref. I'm like, guys, we're up by seven. We're not getting an icing call. We're yeah. not getting an offsides call. Chill out. Just relax, man. Right. We're going to just take the two points and let's get the hell out of here. And then there was a kid who chopped his stick and they're jawing at it. And he says he pushed him, but I only saw one hand. So it looked <laughs> like a punch to me. He got tossed. So I think, I think Kev, sorry, buddy. I think he was suspended for two games. Sheesh, the two, the two mm. game fucking beep. Yeah, that's it, man. So they really Dominic Moore's here and zeros. Hey, fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just gonna take you guys through a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff here. All right, I have uh, <coughs> I have two heroes. I'm just gonna spin them out really quick. Alex Ovechkin's special diet includes a foot long spicy Italian from Subway. It's one of the secrets. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, and then also in the 1998. Asia Oceanic U18 Championship. South Korea beat Thailand 92 to nothing. Is that hockey? Yeah. Song Dong Hwan scored 30 goals. His jersey from the gang hangs in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Good. He should. 92 to nothing? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but you don't know. You don't, we don't have contacts, right? So <laughs> was it like, was it like three passes before you shoot? Was it all the scrubs with a D playing forward with a foot? You know what I mean? Even if they play 20-minute periods, that's 60 minutes, 92 goals. They're that's scoring a goal. over yeah. a goal a minute. Yeah, the other team couldn't skate. It was like it's a goal and a half a minute. Yeah. How about that? That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but those are my heroes. What do you got for Hero and Zero? Uh, I'm going to do Zeros first because I have two. Well, I have one Zero and one a foot in both camps. So my first one is a definite zero. So for the Super Bowl, you want to make bets, right? Prop bets and all the fun stuff, just to pay attention, have some fun with the game. One of the kids who's working for me, a former player, he goes to UNH. Well, he's taking a semester off, but he, he goes to UNH. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going up to UNH Saturday. Do you want me to play some bets? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So we gave him the whole thing. So this is how fucking ridiculous it is in Massachusetts. 
Like, get your head out of your ass. The fireworks is bad enough that you have to go to New Hampshire and give them all the money so it doesn't go to the state of Massachusetts, right? Like, hello. But I can drive from my house. If I go up through Chelmsford, I can make it to New Hampshire in about 30 minutes, maybe 35. I can literally drive over the border, some arbitrary line on the fucking ground. Yeah. And I can pull the side of the road, go on DraftKings, and legally sportsbook. Or bet on sports, sorry. But I can't do it here from my house. It's crazy. It's the dumbest thing. Yeah. And for that, Massachusetts, you are my zero. I'm okay with so. that. And then this one is kind of half hero, half zero. So we're working a house in the neighborhood. The family's not there. <laughs> it's a weird neighborhood because there's three houses getting worked on. And there's full crews in every house. Mm-hmm. Like these three people must have sold their house at the same time. But uh, we get there the other day and... Uh, Another contractor hung his information on the door. <laughs> I'm like, bro, my truck's in the in the driveway every day. We're here before you. You know, I haven't even seen this guy. I never heard of him. And the paint store doesn't even know him. I'm like, you know this guy? And they're like, no. So he's maybe just maybe he's paying some kid to drive around. But I'm half like, fuck you, you douche. But then halfway, I'm like, I respect the hustle. So, yeah, right, dude. You're so doing, I might that, doing that. So yeah. So that's my those are my hero one zero and one half zero. That's pretty funny. And then you have a yeah. hero. Oh, I'm sorry. My hero, uh, the plow customers this week, plow customers, great people. I had a guy which led to a big argument on our group chat. Uh, Booth, you snobby fuck. Um, <laughs> I had a guy when I was out plowing, left me a uh, 12 pack of the champagne of beers, Miller High Life. And I had another woman who <laughs> gave me a pack of Thin Mints. And I got to be honest with you. It was kind of tempting at the end of the plowing to open a Thin Mints with a frosty beer while driving home, but I held off until I got home. Safe. Like yes. That. Yeah. So in the group chat, first off, fuck you, Preston. He's like, oh, you can't call your own driveway? I'm like, I'm the plower, you fucking mush. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, then, um, and then Booth's like, I'm not really a... So <laughs> he's like, I'm not really a Miller High Life guy, right? So then I thought he was going to be like, oh, I drink, you know, like, I don't know, fancy <laughs> beer or whatever. Like, he's a craft guy. He's like, oh, I prefer Miller Lite. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Booth. I love Miller Lite, so, so I'm okay with that. Still, you're not going to put down High Life's to then be like, oh, I, I have a refined taste. Fucking <laughs> I, Jesus, I have right. a refined palate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Here but, yeah, that's my heroes. If you if you have someone who's out plowing and they come to your house multiple times in a big storm and it's miserable and cold, Bring about a coffee, can of Coke, bottle of water, Thin Mints, High Life. They'll be very appreciative. Very appreciative. Shout, shout out to Brownie and the people that are plowing driveways. Yep. Flowers. Um, three stars. Wow. Last segment. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, Brownie. Three Canada's stars. up one nothing. It's happening already. Natalie Spooner with a goal. All right, so the three stars, we said we will keep it Super Bowl-themed. We said our top three positions we would play in the NFL. Oh, I got. I just thought of one. Top three positions in the NFL, and then top three big game or Super Bowl snacks. Okay. You want to do snacks first? You want to do positions first? Let's do positions first. Okay. You want to go my, or you want me to go? My third star, running back. Ooh. I'm not a big dude. I'm 5'8". I'm Wait a minute. Decent. You mean we have to do this at our size? 
Oh, whatever position we would want to play? I would be like form of ding Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Okay, all right. Because right, right. uh, fuck me at my size. I'm not. What am I going to be, the kicker? Damn. Okay. Uh, Third star wide receiver. I think it go. would be really cool to like an Odell Beckham one hand catch kind of like, dude, the shit, the one hand catches these guys can make are fucking insane. Plus Rock you got wheels. a nice one, one handed too. You got wheels. You score touchdowns. You do the Lambo leap, you make yeah. pretty good money. Oh, you make huge money. So third star. Be as big a pain in the ass as you want as a wide receiver. It seems like <laughs> third star wide receiver. So, all right, I'll, I'll wait. My controversial one might be at one. Is that be my number one pick? My, my third star would be tight end. It's a lot to of blocking. Be, I thought about it. No, I want to be a pass-catching tight end. And let me make it specific. Okay. To be that big for like a day and just be – I would just like walk around. <laughs> just flexing the whole time. be like some big fucking beast Labrador person. Just running over. Day would be hilarious. If he gets in your way, you just run him right oh, over. Yeah, so there you go. That would be my uh, third star. My second star, I think it'd be sick to be a linebacker, man. Like, you are the Scott Stevens, and it's legal. Do whatever you need to do just to light somebody up. And you're huge, dude. You're, like, the captain of the defense. Like, that would be fucking sick. My my number two star is also linebacker. Yep. Are you you remember? So there was a guy. Uh, well, you like remember Ray Lewis and stuff? How they used to bark and yell at the fucking quarterbacks yeah. and have quarterbacks terrified. But there was a guy. Uh, can oh the goal got waved off for Canada on review. Yeah, zeros back to zero. <laughs> um, so there was a guy who played for the Chicago Bears named Mike Singletary. Heard of and him? He, he was a fucking animal. Nicest, wicked, mellow guy off the field. He, he looks like a like a stone fucking Sharpay off the field. But he uh, he would never close his eyes when he tackled. It was insane. Like if you look him up, but he was so scary. But yeah, linebacker was mine too. Like one of these guys that just wants to just kill everybody. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Obviously, number two. Uh, number one, quarterback. <clears throat> you're the captain. You're the leader. Uh, Saratoga High School assistant coach, uh, Coach Kuhn, said that that I was would have been the best elite pocket passer in Section 2 history if I ever played football. Granted, we were hammered at the bar, and every time I see him, I ask him, and he just says uh, yes. It's not like he goes out of his way to like say it. Uh, I thought he saw you like throwing at the school or something. No, I give, I give him a three-step drop every time I see him just to show <laughs> off the footwork. But, uh, yeah, so I, I definitely, definitely QB. I think he'd be sick, dude. Air him out. I, I yeah. I would definitely want to be a pocket passer who can rush if he needs to, like an Aaron Rodgers kind like of guy. John, I was going to say, you want to be like a Josh Allen. Mm, yeah. yeah. Or Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's got the swag. He's cool, dude. Yeah. What's your number one? Well, I don't know if this really a position, but obviously my number one pick would be an owner, a team owner. Yeah. <laughs> but, but as a player, because we said players, I would want to be a free safety, just like a Ronnie Lott or or Palomalu. Just laying back there. Oh, what was the guy for Seattle <laughs> who was just a hit like a ton of bricks during the Legion of Boom? Um, I can't. Uh, I can picture him, but I can't think of his name. And by the way, a new thing in my house. Every time I can't think of a word or a name, my wife looks at me and she goes, "I think the word you're looking for is concussion." I'm like, "Thanks." <laughs> so it's, yeah. So yeah, that's I would pick. Oh, Canada scored. My my pick would be um my pick would be free safety just to light up receivers and stuff. It would be yeah. 
just just like legal it's legal violence really and i would be fined i would be the brad marchand of the nfl just a yeah no everyone odell who did odell go at who was on the panthers and odell was on the giants norman oh yeah 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 he's not on the panthers anymore but that was wild it's jalen ramsey no it was was josh norman oh you're right you're right but yeah so snacks yeah, what do you got for like big game food? This pizza bread. Do you know what I'm talking about? That would be my third star. It's like essentially a calzone, but like but sliced. You, but you chop them up and you dip yeah. in the marinara sauce. That's my third star. That shit's so good. I'm assuming these are um, these are snacks that I'm not sharing. Okay. It's me <laughs> on the couch. Well, because it because it influenced my pick, <laughs> right? Right. Right. So my third star, if I'm eating it by myself, is nachos. Okay. Because I don't want. It depends. I mean, like obviously, my like my wife or my daughter, right? Sure. Or if you're over, I'd make you wash your hands. But like, if there's a bunch of people and I don't know, I don't want people's fucking hands in my nachos. That's so gross. Yeah. No. uh, Nachos is my normally like my go-to app if I go out and like. Yeah. I love nachos, dude. That's a good pick. Do you like them? Like, uh, see, I don't like sour cream and guacamole. So I'm. Oh, I I do. I'm into yeah. that. My, fucking it's for my wife. Jalapenos, the whole fucking nine. Yeah, I like all the stuff. Chili, chicken, you know, load it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two star. I like that fucking uh, spinach artichoke dip. Ooh. But, but we do it cold. We don't do the hot one. We do it cold, and we have, like, a giant piece of rye bread, and you take out the inner part of the rye yep. bread, so it's like a, uh, like a like a like a bread bowl. Yeah, like a bread bowl. But then yep. you put it like this like cold spinach artichoke dip, and then you use the rye bread. That fuck lights out every time. Yep. Number two star. Nice. Uh, my number two is wings. I love wings. Yeah. I do love wings. There's a place, unfortunately, they didn't make it through COVID. It's just Texas Roadhouse Barbecue. is a few towns over. And it was the only wings on the planet that my wife would eat also because it was sweet barbecue sauce. Oh, my God. They were so good. But unfortunately, they're gone. I'll take <coughs> almost any type of wings or fried chicken will be okay too. My number one star is chicken wings. Oh, there you go. I fucking love chicken wings, dude. They need to be crisp and they need to be saucy and they got to be hot. I better be sweating by the time I'm done eating these fucking things. Well, you're from where that was all invented. Uh, well, that's Buffalo, but yeah, I'll take. Yeah, but spot. upstate New York, I feel like you get you get cred for it. Yeah, I think. Uh, breaded? You like them breaded or no breaded? No breaded, yeah. and. There's really no good chicken wing places in Nashville. I've been trying to find one. They're all subpar. Wait, 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 wait. What about the hot chicken? Nashville hot chicken. Different That's than chicken thing, man. Different than chicken wings. But it's still good. It's good, but it's not chicken wings. Fair. I love chicken wings, man. Like, and the hot chicken's pretty good, but I love fucking give me a dozen hot, saucy, as hot as you can make them. Send it. You uh, you like boneless or bone in? Uh. Bone in, I would say. Yep. It I depends do. on the moon, but definitely bone in. And I'm blue cheese over ranch. Oh, see, I don't like any dip. If I had to choose one, I normally don't. But if they ask, you want blue cheese or ranch? I'll do blue cheese. And like two out of the 12, I'll dip in the blue cheese. Oh, that's fair. Cool them yeah. off a little bit. A little taste. All right. My number one is because I had this once at the Super Bowl party. And I've never had it since the Super Bowl party. And I've never, I've had it, but not in this context. They made mini euros. I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. Mini it's euros? The, you probably call it a gyro, is my guess, is the way you pronounce it. The Greek rap. 
Yeah, gyro. Yeah, see, that's why I knew you were pronouncing it. <laughs> but mini ones? It was, I don't know how they did it. I don't know. Okay. Maybe they went to Trader Joe's. I have no idea. Maybe there's some secret menu at Trader Joe's that I'm unaware of. But they were mini. They were two bites. And it was awesome. And they had a plate of them, and it was like a whole Greek thing. They had stuffed grape leaves, and it was fantastic because it's lighter. It's not like eating a slice of pizza. Right. And I was just like, every time I get a beer, walk by, grab a few things. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mini Euros was awesome. I I love a sub platter. Like a cold cut, you mean? Yeah, honorable mention. But I like it already made. I don't like how I like you have to make it yourself. Fuck that. So you're talking like you want like the six-foot sub. Yeah, cut them up. That's pretty good. That's a good that call. is pretty good, dude. Right? Makes it appear a couple of those. I love like those like Christmas parties or Super Bowl parties when you have a plate and you just fucking load them with just miscellaneous yeah. shit and you're like, oh, you know, you listen, you know what goes great with Miller High Life's deviled eggs. Oh, I love deviled eggs, dude. Yeah, deviled eggs. I still gotta send you that recipe for my buddy Ben. Please do that. I will. I will. I'm making a note right by lasagna love. I'm going Ben's <laughs> eggs. And then we're just going to end this, and I'm just going to tell you this. I was going to tell you off air, but I had something super embarrassing happen to me today. So I'm hanging out with this girl that I work with. <clears throat> She's like my little sister. Really, really cool girl. Is this Pina Colada girl? Yeah, Pina Colada. And we're about I ready to I walk saw that, I saw the video, and I'm like, I don't know this girl. There's no sound on, but she looks like she's fun. She's great. She's she's awesome. And Is she a Nashville person? <laughs> she's from Miami, but she works in the office I work in. Gotcha. So we're uh we're ready to go to lunch. We invite this other guy Andy out. Shout out to Andy. He's gonna help us with our YouTube channel, I think. Oh, not and either. we're getting ready to go. And like me and Nicole are just fucking dicking around, like like dancing, whatever. And I go to fucking like kick up and like touch my toe, and my jeans just go, and I'm like, and I look at Nicole and she looks at me, and we both start bursting out laughing. And he's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" I'm like, "Oh, dude, be right back. I gotta take a piss." So I walk in the bathroom, dude. Oh, oh my god, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it. Like, and they How were bad? great jeans. I'm I'm lucky enough that it ripped where my ball bag would be, so like it wasn't super noticeable unless you were like fucking down there yeah. like looking and shit. But fuck, dude, we <laughs> it, was, it was something, dude. So Do you at least get your leg up high and oh yeah, dude. I'm super flexible. Oh super good. Flexible. But fuck, man, I I heard it, and then I went down, and I looked down, and I looked back up, we made eye contact, and just immediately bursted laughing. So that's fantastic. That's what we got. But yeah, that's, that's the podcast, Brownie. Anything left for our listeners? No, no, I think we're I think we're good. I think we're we're into we're coming into a nice part of the uh, NHL season, right? Everybody's jockeying for position. Deadline's gonna be coming up. Yeah, deadline's coming up. Uh, Bruins are up eight points on Detroit with three games in hand, I believe. So suck it, Maz. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm and good. And is still in the Olympics. That means David Krejci's still playing. Yeah, that's right. It's all right. He'll be here. You have to go through waivers. Uh, yeah, still with nothing. USA's – whoa, my God. Hillary Knight just cross-shaped the goalie in the face. I love that. Yeah. There's a, they, I'm telling you, I know you made fun of it, but these teams really don't like each other. It they really crazy. don't, dude. It, I'll, I'll turn it on. It's it's a good game. It is. It's a good game. So, anyways, no, that's it. I got I got nothing else except, as always, God bless you, Jerome McGinley, you glorious gold medal winning bastard, wherever you are. Thanks for tuning in. You know, he passed the puck to Crosby, right? 
He did the golden goal. Crosby was breaking to the net, and he's going Iggy. I believe Bergie got the second assist. I'm not 100 percent on that though. Oh I'm gonna God. go with it. It sounds good. Do you like the Bruins? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. Go USA.